0: come catch this wave with the fix squad the fix is in i'm mr soul i'm tuning in what you doing
1: God. Real hip hop revealed in a fix. Pure you can feel it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him.
0: Beach balls of life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the out. up. Shit. Know what we said on. Solid
1: the ground with we there. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now, now that of reach. We gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine. Any good news. I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art. The shock. Oh, we need to keep it, it on so the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city's. Stand up, James left but the king still reigns here No tears, no love lost, no rain here Delivers I promise and terrain here Love, love for the city still resides here Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines Detox your mind cause it matters Art, art outside the box, we paste better The fix is in and we rock a channel We rock with them for what's deep within Expose those who talk but don't live Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense,
0: take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they speak So tell me
1: whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Welcome back, welcome back You're tuned back into The Fix Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM Channel 154 Holy Culture Radio It's your boy DJ Focus checking in And let's get up, let's get up Wake up, wake up, good people Kings and queens, how y'all doing On this Wisdom Wednesday Um, Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm excited for uh, just another day, another opportunity to uh, listen, pick up my cross and uh, try to represent as an ambassador for Christ to the best of my ability. Listen, we got a fun fact show for you guys today. Dice Gamble will be joining me shortly Um, when I tell you, um, you know, this is going to be a great show. You definitely want to start tweeting people right now. Uh, Tell them to fix is on. Uh, because uh, we, we we got a, a great show for you guys. Let me let me give you some word, though, as well. Um, I, I like uh, just giving you some word early in the morning just to get you motivated. So yeah, the word comes from First uh, Corinthians 314 this morning. Um, and this one is just talking about your actions. I think your actions are um, something that's very vital and God wants uh, to continue to um, you know, sh- show you uh, constantly and tell you that your actions do matter. But First Corinthians three fourteen reads: uh, If the work survives, that builder will receive a reward. Um, and this just speaks to, um, like I said, your actions and um, that your actions matter to Jesus. Um, Jesus constantly tells us that our works are uh, our works will be judged. Um, all that we do, uh, that we need to have Jesus at the center of it. And uh, Jesus will, will reward us for our works. Uh, we know your works don't get you in heaven, but uh, we, he is uh, watching your works. Um, all of our efforts uh, in this life will amount to uh, nothing. Uh, when we meet Jesus face to face, we will feel the loss and our wasted days and the joy of the work done in his name. Um, you know, just you know, self-reflect. Are your actions being done with Jesus in mind? Um, if not, you know, you might need to, you know, take a little reality check this morning on why do you do the things you do? Um, remember once again, we're ambassadors for Christ first. We're supposed to be sold out for Jesus and, um, our life is not our own. We talk about it all the time. The gift, your talent, your treasure, listen, it's not really for you. Uh, and God is watching you. So, uh, I pray that that word blesses you this morning. Um, listen, uh, when I tell you Uh, You guys, we got a great real talk conversation today. Uh, Dice and I just uh, thought it was necessary. We know hip-hop turned 50 this year, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. We know hip-hop is, uh, you know, one of the most influential um, genres of music. Let's be very clear, you can't go anywhere without hearing hip-hop. Whether you go to a sports game or, you know, you turn on movies or TV programs and of course it's always bumping in your car each and every morning or you know throughout the day hip-hop is one of the music that has been around for 50 years and we are appreciative to be in the hip-hop conversation let's be very clear Christian hip-hop is very much alive and it's very much a part of uh, the genre that uh, you know anybody who likes hip-hop has uh, grown in love Uh, when you talk about (laughs) oh my goodness the DJ DJ Um, we're going to talk about that, you know, the evolution of the DJ and of course the MC or the lyricist, um, you know, for some of my young people who may not know about beatboxing, um, a lot of beat making started from beatboxing and then went on to, um, you know, the productions, um, also to as well, breakdancing graffiti. So yes, we're going to talk about the evolution of hip hop, hip hop turning 50, the importance of hip hop, where we are. Uh, compared to where we started at so you definitely want to stay tuned for that real uh, talk conversation and our spiritual detox let's be very clear um, our sis has been on a, a two-year uh, hiatus but she is back Bree Babineau will be joining us today um, I tell you uh, the R&B sound Um, the urban gospel R and B neo soul sound that she brings to the game is so much needed. Um, she's one of the most distinctive voices, uh, in the urban music landscape. Let's be very clear. Uh, Kanye even noticed it. Kanye sampled, uh, Brie Babinor's vocals on, uh, Lord, I need you, uh, on his, uh, Donda project, uh, that he dropped in 2021. Um, listen, ever since, uh, you know, it's, it's probably been like eight, nine years now uh, when she uh, was doing the YouTube videos and everybody was reaching out to her. She caught attention to, uh, from Rihanna, from Drake, uh, from a little bit of everybody. So this Louisiana born and raised uh, saw uh, a soulful. Singer will be joining us today. So you definitely want to keep it locked for that. Uh exclusive spiritual detox. And uh yeah, we got some more uh news we're gonna talk about too as well. So listen, let's get into it. You know, our mission statement is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So let's get to it. We got new music, new music. We've been playing a lot of new music this week. We're gonna continue to play these new bangers. Uh we're gonna continue. We got we got Breeze, uh new banger, we're gonna play for you too as well. There's a whole vibe too as well. But right now, let's get into it. Yep, let's get into some uh, yep, Lecrae and D smoke. Let's get into yeah, I'm digging, I'm digging. Yeah, who else we got this morning? Yep, uh look at some Pastor Mike Jr. going to as well. Social Club too as well. And uh yep, right now, yep, let's go, let's go ahead. Uh, new uh New Dilly, no big deal. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix, you know the fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM channel 154 Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our spiritual detox. And listen, you guys are uh, in for a treat this morning. Uh, when I tell you, uh, we got a singing powerhouse uh, on the line with us right now. Um, you know, she's been making waves since she, uh, you know, did her thing years. You know, it's been about at least six or seven years now since, uh, you know, you guys heard her on YouTube and she was noticed, and everybody just started hitting her line because uh, the voice is undeniable. Let's be very clear. Uh, she don't need no beat. She don't need nobody to back up. She just needs you to get out of her way. <laughs> okay. So listen, uh, let me, uh, I'm excited too as well because she has new music. She's been on a little hiatus, but she's back with a banger. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about everything, the journey and uh, new music. So without further ado, help me welcome me and Bree. What's going on, sis? Hey, since?
2: thank you so much for having me. I'm just excited to be able to talk with you.
1: No, listen, the pleasure's all mine. Um, we, we definitely um, play your music. I know you, you know, you haven't been making music, but we still play all your old bangers. <laughs> so we're excited about this new music, too, as well. So one thing I, I want to ask, you know, of course, we're coming out the back end of this pandemic. Um, what's that one thing that you kind of learned from the pandemic?
2: Oh, one thing that I learned was isolation is a good thing sometimes. Um, I feel like the pandemic was needed I feel like that was God's way of getting back in touch with his people and I feel like we needed a pause I feel like we needed a pause from the everyday routine um, and just, just the different things that we experience you know in life and I feel like you know in that time God was able to um, speak to me and I you know um, was able he was able to really like come out with a, a lot of deep revelation and I was able to really um find myself and find myself in a good way to know what I want to do and what's the next for me um so I think for me um it's just being isolated and being okay with being isolated at times
1: Mm -hmm. that's good you know um unfortunately there was a lot of uh kingdom marriages that crumbled when the pandemic first happened i know you kind of you still in that new uh married stage i tell everybody until you get 10 years under your belt you still it's still new and fresh (laughs) okay so yeah why do you think so many marriages crumbled though you know during the pandemic like especially when you talk about kingdom marriages who are you know supposed to be on covenant kingdom principles why do you think so many we had so many kingdom divorces
2: Let's be real. The church keep you busy. So uh, when you're constantly um, involved with things at church and you're not taking care of things, you know, at your own home, um, sometimes that'll happen. Uh, I come from a church, well, was raised in a church where Monday through Sunday we had things going on at church. Literally, you know, you didn't have time for family. You didn't have time for spouses and different things like that. So, you know, I feel like when we were in the pandemic, there was no nothing to run to. There was no, nothing keeping our attention where well, you had to face reality and actually deal with your home base. And at the end of the day, your first ministry is home. So if you ain't got that rocking and popping, Max. then you off anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And marriages and marriages work. I mean marriage hey, I'm I'm about to be five years in this thing and it it's still work. It's it's still a, a process, it's still um a, a growing situation. I don't care at what level you're on, ten plus years, twenty, whatever, like it's still a working process. But I feel like as far as in the kingdom as as we're talking about kingdom marriages, I feel like um God just pulled the cover back on a lot of things and made people actually deal with things that they couldn't deal with before the pandemic because they were too busy doing other things and not focusing on what really mattered.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. Listen, um, you know, we know you've been singing, you know, since you were three, four years old. (laughs) Um, but you know, who who were some, you know, when you started to like really listen to music, who were some of your musical inspirations that kind of inspired you to even, you know, continue to sing?
2: I love Stevie Wonder.
1: Oh, boy, there you go.
2: <laughs> listen, I, listen.
1: Uh, no, no, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's one of my favorite too, as well. Let's be very clear. So that that's, that's what's I up. I
2: love Stevie Wonder. I'm a big Sam Cooke fan. Like, I oh
1: Oh, look at no, the no, no, old soul. Listen, look at I'm the telling old you. Old soul.
2: <laughs> if I was, you know, in that time period, that would be my husband. I'm just saying. I'm, that would have been my husband. That would have been my man. I'm just saying, okay? My husband don't like when right. I say that, but I'm serious. So I love, I love Stevie Wonder. I love Sam Cooke. I love Aretha. I'm an old soul. So I grew up listening to all that old soul, that that old, you know, R&B. Like, that's, I just love it. I love, um, shout out to my mom. I love Anita Baker. Oh, yeah. She is a huge Anita Baker fan. so grew up listening to a lot of Anita Baker um, I just love good music. I love good music, um, and I love that music from that from the sixties, the seventies, eighties, nineties. Anything present day, I probably don't listen to it, but
1: yeah. but I just
2: love good music. I, I love good singers. Good singing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: love good singing.
1: Yeah. It's evident with the names you said. Come on, Sam <laughs> Cooke, Nina Baker, yes, absolutely. Cuz cuz to your point, yes, they they didn't need any beat. They they could just yeah. sing.
2: Uh, I love that. Yeah.
1: And, and I think that's missing too as well. You you to your to your point, uh especially when you talk about if you want to go on the R&B side, it's not that many singers and singers right. like it used to be. So, yes, I agree.
2: Yeah, I just I, yeah, I, I love like. that. I love that and I'm happy that um I was introduced to that type of singing at su- such a young age. Cause now, I mean, I couldn't see myself listening
1: to anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. When did you know you had it though? Like, I I, I have to believe that you know, because because I because I went back and I was listening to the you know the YouTube videos. Like to me, that was just like ministry. So that was you know that's cool. But when was that moment when you knew? No, no, I can really do this on a professional level. When was that woo mm-hmm. moment? Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm do it. This may be uh, y'all
2: may be like, dang, really. Nah, seriously, I think that came when I came out of the pandemic. Really? Yeah, and I say that because social media sometimes can be a blessing and a curse, and I'm forever grateful um, for what happened and how everything happened. But I felt like I was thrown into that there's mm-hmm. no such thing anymore as artist development
1: <laughs> that's true that's so true.
2: it's like you kind of just gotta figure it out and you're kind of like a guinea pig and if you do something maybe it works maybe it don't and then you try to do it you know figure it out until you find something and I didn't like that you know um, I really didn't I felt I felt naked naked Um, I didn't feel like I was um, protected like I should have been. So I I went through a lot during those beginning stages. I was unsure of myself because music wasn't something that I wanted to do. I was in school to become a lawyer, but here is it that a video has gone viral and people are wanting and demanding music from me. And so I'm kind of thrown in that. But that wasn't something um, that I wanted to do. So that came after trial and error, after, you know, really being isolated in the pandemic and really sitting with myself and praying and talking to God and asking him, okay, if I do this, like if I really, really do this and I make a commitment to do it, will you give me the necessary tools that I need? Will you put me in front of the people that I need to be put in front of? Will you close the doors that need to be closed? Like I really had like a talk. Like, you know how people just be travailing and praying. Nah, I'm talking to you. Like I'm talking to you now. That's the conversation that I have with them. Because I don't set me up for failure. If this There's is the here. plan that you have for me, I need you to make sure that everything falls in place. And when I got the answer that I needed... Then I was like, okay, I'm ready to do it. Regardless of who backing me up and who got my who got my back, as long as I got you, I'ma be mm-hmm. alright. Because at the end, mm-hmm. you know how this whole thing about to play out anyway.
1: So mm-hmm. That's good. Speak speak to that a little bit more because when you talk about your prayer life being that in tune, that you would even go and make sure that you are in the will of God. Definitely. Like, this is your purpose. This is what you want me to do. Like, speak to that just a little bit more because I think the listeners need to understand the importance of submission.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like, for me, I I, I couldn't imagine myself doing this without his backing. Really couldn't. So, prayer is a big, literally a big part of my walk, a big part of my faith. Like I have to know at all times what he's thinking and what he's saying to me. Because at the end of the day, my main focus and my main goal is to bring people closer to him. It's not about me. You know, I know this thing uh, and it's, it's crazy that we're talking about this. People have a certain idea of what an artist is supposed to do or what an artist, how an artist is supposed to be. I think a lot of times people fail to realize that this industry is an industry. is a business. Okay. It is. Like you <laughs> may be disappointed sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In meeting your favorite artist, or you may get disappointed. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what to expect. But for me, I don't want to just look at this thing as just a business. Yeah, I'm going to make sure that the business is handled and that's taken care of. Let's Mm -hmm. establish that. But I'm also um, keen to Holy Spirit to know that, okay, if he is using me on this level, in this capacity, I can't be reckless. I can't be foolish because at the end of the day, I still have somebody Watching me and following me. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be an influencer, if you don't want to be a role model, if you don't, then you gotta be careful about the roles that you take. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes. Like I do. Michael
2: Jordan even said, like, if like one thing that he would do, he wouldn't be a role model. He would do it because mm-hmm. he understood the pressure and the critiques and everything that came with it. So. I want to make sure that the things that I'm doing, that I am not turning anybody away from him. Like I could care less if you like me at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. but if I'm representing him Mm -hmm. and the ultimate goal is to get people to him then I want to make mm-hmm. sure that I don't turn people away from him and turn people off to him, based off of mm-hmm. how I'm carrying myself and what I'm doing. So that's why I stay prayered up to make sure that I am in alignment with everything that he wants me to do. I got to make sure that it's in alignment. If it ain't in alignment and I don't hear from him, then I may have to pause on, on pause on it, not turning or not. I'm pausing on it until he's until he tells me something. You know what I'm saying? And that's just me. That's just me. If Holy Spirit gives me the green light, then I know I won't fail.
1: Listen, nothing wrong with that. That that's you listen, you ministry driven first entertainment next and, and i'm okay with that listen uh dj focus uh you tune into the fix right here on holy culture radio we got to go to a quick break i promise you don't touch that dial uh Bree is dropping some gems we're coming right back keep it locked you tune into the fix you know the fix is in welcome back dj focus you tap back into the fix right here on sirius xm channel 154 and i still have the super talented Bree on the line um listen Bree, you've been dropping these gems um, I got to talk All some right. music with you for a second. Cause I, 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 listen, if I let you keep going, you just going to keep preaching and preaching and I ain't, I ain't going to be able to tell people about this five single you got out. So listen, no, and I'm okay with it. Listen, I'm okay with it. I'm going to have to have you back. We're going to have you back on our, uh, real talk conversation. I'm going to see Come if on. I can invite you back because we have real talk conversations every single day. And I know you will be perfect just to join a conversation with us to Come talk on, about man. something. Let's do it. Yeah. But let's let, let's talk about it. You took a you know, you took a little hiatus um uh, from music for a little bit. Why? Why why did you have to take that break?
2: Yeah, I wasn't so coming into this thing um I didn't know anything. Nothing about music, nothing about what I wanted to do. Um and I was put in a box. Mm. Um, that's why I said social media can be a blessing and a curse at times. Uh, I was put in a box. People wanted to hear me do a bunch of covers or people wanted, we, I would try to do, you know, the worship thing. Cause work, I love to worship. Mm-hmm. That's my heart. Worship is my heart. Um, but it was like, they only wanted a certain thing for me and I couldn't get out of that. Mm-hmm. And, when I first came in, I had a lot of people um, putting me in places or making me see certain things that they thought um, would be good for me. It's like mm-hmm. nobody really knew what to do with me.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: I needed to take a step back and actually figure out what I want my sound to be. Mm. What do I want people to get from me? And I had to go back to what I love and the style of music that I love. Now, don't come on. Y'all don't, don't, don't beat me up. Don't beat me up. But I love, um, Neo soul music and, you know, um, that old R and B music. Um, songs that had meaning, um, songs that were like gut wrenching, like these people were singing, like from their soul. Like that's the, that's the kind of music, um, that I gravitated to. And for me, I was like, okay, I know I do gospel. You no, know, I can't do R&D. So what is a, what is a happy medium of something that I could do that makes sense? And I began to, um, start reaching out and different producers actually started reaching out to me as well and different writers and I started to find my own sound and find um what really spoke to me and I needed that because I feel like everybody has their own lane Mm
1: -hmm. you know
2: I feel like everybody has their own lane Ja'Kalen Carr has her own name. The Todd Delaney's have their own name. Jonathan McGriff. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what you're going to get from these people. They're not going to stray away. And for me, I feel like I was on a road of, I was all over the place. Like, I didn't know what I, like, you didn't know what you was going to get from me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to push the envelope and challenge myself and get out of that box. I wanted to get out of that box and really put me in a category of its own, if that makes sense. And that's what that's what I did. I, I, I made sure that with this with this single to really, really, it be different from anything that I've done. And it, it I mean, people have been saying this is different, completely different
1: fire from clear. what you've
2: done. But they've been loving it, and that's literally y'all. Like that's that has been literally blessing me. I've been smiling from ear to ear because y'all actually have been loving the song. Because I was scared. I was like, oh man, I'm so scared.
1: I'm listen, so scared. I don't listen. know what people going to say. I don't know why you were scared. This is what's missing in gospel music. So I argue this all the time. Come on. Um, there's, there's not enough artists that are putting out soulful Gospel music in this way that's relatable. So let's let's be very clear. We have, uh, like you say, there are people that like the the R and B or the neo soul type feel. So why can't we do that in, in gospel music? Right. Like we limit ourselves when we' supposed to be the ones starting everything. I feel like right. we the ones that should be starting everything because we got right. a Lord and Savior that's gonna stamp everything if you in His right. will. So right. I was loving it when I when I first heard this song. I said yes
2: come on man thank you thank let's you. do it
1: let's do it thank and i hope you. i hope i hope you encourage to do more like this because you sound well, we are. amazing
2: <laughs> we are that's so yeah talk, so talk about it pro- the full project is going to be coming out okay. um, around september october and i'm so excited i'm working with some amazing y'all some amazing producers and writers and so what's it it's like? So, so let
1: me let me ask you, what's it like when you go in the studio and work with these producers? Talk, walk us through your creative process. Like, are you one that has to hear the beat first? Are you already like forming melodies in your head? Are you humming? Like what how, how do you create a track? So
2: I always keep like a notebook of just different things that I'll write. Anything that I may be feeling in my spirit, anything that God will download in me. So I'll make sure I always have that. And I'm the person I need to hear something
1: like Mm -hmm.
2: i gotta i gotta i gotta hear something that's you play something and then i can vibe from that um i'm i'm normally good with melody as long as i have a foundation i need somebody to lay that foundation for me um whether it be on the keys whatever it may be but i have to have some form of a, a foundation and then i can build from that but i'm gonna be going in the studio this weekend actually
1: that's what's
2: up. To finish up on some things, I'll make sure I'll be posting and letting y'all hear some some sneak peeks and stuff. But I'm excited. Like, this new stuff, um, it's different. Good. But it's a, but it's a good different. I feel good. like it's a good difference. I really do.
1: Listen, you, you should involve, like, your music should be evolving. It's, you're growing. You're getting older. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I mean, it should look, change. Let
2: me tell you something. <laughs> BB, look, BB and CC did it well.
1: Yes. Listen, and cc's still let's, doing it well. Let's be let's very say, clear.
2: Let's be very clear. Uh, you know, they they did it well. They got in there and they were singing these songs. And at some point, I was like, okay, I don't know who they singing to. I guess we singing to Jesus, but it was a great time. You know what I'm saying? But but what I'm it, but it was. I mean, they they had that vein and they stayed in that vein, and it was a great time. Mary Mary did the same thing, mm-hmm, and I love me some Mary Mary. You know what I'm saying? Like. We could do it.
1: Mm-hmm. We yeah, we,
2: can do, we it. can do it. Yes, and I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. That's go what. get
1: it. go get it, sis. Talk <laughs> about look, the inspiration behind this uh, track. Uh, I will wait.
2: Yeah, so um, I Will wait was written by Makeba Woods and it was produced by Dave Ali. And when they sent me the song, um, within like literally five seconds of me hearing the track, I was sold. I didn't even hear a verse a lyric anything just the music sold me but as I begin to sit with the music and actually listen to the message um in the song one thing that came to mind was the story of Job and as we know um Job was faced with many oppositions he went through many many trials but one thing that never changed was his faith and his posture Job knew in the God that he served and he knew that if God brought him to it, that he was going to see him through it. So my um, heart for believers in Christians um, in this season is to, man, just remain steadfast. Let's not be in a, a hurry um, to move out of different things that we're going through. But let's just sit sit in it mm. and wait. Mm. You know, God God knows, you know what I'm saying, what we need. It, if he has you in this particular trial, if he has you in a particular situation, season of your life it's for a reason facts it's a purpose behind it so let's just wait in it allow him to do what he needs to do my favorite thing is take your hand off it so he can put his hand on it because i'm telling you if you wait on him i promise you you will see the victory in the end
1: listen she preached for real uh we, we talk about patience all the time and uh you know that that's a struggle as, as a believer because we yeah. we're so creative um you know we we have all these different things we want to do but like you said uh, waiting for god to say move right. And, right. and being comfortable with saying you know what i'm gonna wait you know so that's yes. that's a good one listen can we expect any collaborations on this uh album dropping in september come yeah. on give us something yeah. We got some things in the work. I don't want to tell y'all. Oh yet, come on, you, that, not, not just yet. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on, come on! Give us one. I know you got one over there. You no,
2: can, I can't tell. You can't y'all.
1: say. Okay, can't that's fair. That's fair. I, I know how contracts go. Listen, I, I know how it's, the business it's go. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Yes. Listen, we appreciate you. Oh, I gotta ask you too as well. Listen, the home team winning. Uh, shouts out to the LSU uh, women's basketball team winning. Yes. Uh, you know the, the, the national championship. What What was that like? Because I know you know that's that that's that's home. That's something. that's where you from, huh?
2: Let me tell you something. We left church and we came home immediately. Good. We knew we knew what the program was going to be. Okay, we came home, put that TV on. And my eyes did not leave the TV. That was a great game. Shout out to the LSU Tigers. I mean, they did that. They were faced with many oppositions, many things um, throughout their season. But they beat the odds and they overcame it all. And I'm just excited for them. And, man, they brought us home. Uh, An NCAA title. Our first.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right.
2: And we give God glory. Mm-hmm. We give Him glory for that. So mm-hmm. shout out to them, man. I, 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 uh, I, I wish them nothing but the best, um, and uh, can't wait to see um, what's next in store because uh, we got a couple more recruits that's going to be coming. So it's about to be a great time, mm-hmm. if I do say so myself.
1: Listen, what, what was your what was your take on you know the scrutiny they tried to do on An- An- Angel Reese and Katie
2: Come on, to talk about it. Come on, man. I play sports. Let me tell you something. That's a part of the game. You can trash. I mean, come on. She did it first, right? And right. all she was, all she was doing was putting it back in her face. At the end of the day, you tried that with South Carolina, and we told you before this game
1: started
2: yeah. that you wasn't going to do that with us. And she showed. She showed up and showed out. My thing is this: don't be trash talking if you ain't got it. Yeah. To back you ain't got nothing to back it up with. That, yeah. I mean, that's a part of that's a part of the game, man. Let them let them girls be great, man. Let them people be great.
1: Yeah, I agree too as well. Listen, Bree, we appreciate you rocking with us. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, how they can follow you, and please introduce this new single, this banger?
2: Yes, most definitely. So you guys can follow me uh, on all social media platforms where my name is Brie Babino. Um stay in tune with everything that i have going on i'm telling you we got some great things coming and i want you guys to be a part of it but you are about to listen to my brand new single entitled i will wait and i pray that it blesses you
1: keep it locked you tune into the fix you know the fix is in welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix Uh, Right here on Holy Culture Radio, and it's time for our Real Talk conversation. And this is going to be a fun one today. Um, You know, we we know that uh, hip-hop is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. And um, let's be very clear. um, Anybody who has grown up on hip-hop like Dice and I um, appreciates um, where it started. Um, We know where we are now because, you know, uh, of course, you know, we have We still have positive hip-hop that's put out there. Unfortunately, we still do have some negative hip-hop that's put out there. But let's be very clear. We have Christian hip-hop that Mm -hmm. is a part of the conversation and has been a part of the conversation, I would argue, for at least the last 10 years, let's be very clear as far as sync placements, movie placements. Uh, You talk about um, I remember one year um, ESPN used Christian Gray's Stop Me uh, during the playoffs, the NBA Mm -hmm. playoffs and stuff. Finals, Mm -hmm. we know Swoop um, uh, Hall of Fame uh, song was used with uh, the Greek Freak in the JBL uh, commercial. So, like the last decade, we are a part of hip hop history. So, we got to talk about it from the beginning to now. So let's let's dive into it, Dice. This is gonna be fun. So, listen, I got to ask you, Dice. Um, this, be fun, let, 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 this is a good one. When, when did you fall in love with hip hop? When, when was your hip hop moment? When did you know that? This music This genre Was like So captivating It like Just touched you To a whole nother level
0: Well I remember We talked about this before My cousin That came home From the Navy uh, Bond And he brought The uh, like Rap magazines You know Back in the day you Used to have all The rap on And all this other now. stuff And um, so they had Like Treacherous 3 And Salt and Pepper And all this in it. And, and When I saw the girls I was like What? Queen Latifah Like what are these Girls doing? And I remember He said Yeah the ladies Are rapping too You know And I loved it because everybody in my family can sing. Everybody's in the church, you know, but everybody could sing. I'm not, I can't sing like them. Like they can like sing, sing. And I never had that like gift and I didn't really lean into it either, but I always loved music. And so that's when I fell in love with it. I did my first, um, you know, rhyme in the eighth grade and, um, and then it just kept going from there. Like, I mean, you just couldn't get me away from it. So it's just been a part of my life um you know since i was 11 years old for from a, me wanting to be a female rapper and obviously i eventually did that and still do that for those of you who need a soft 16
1: so <laughs> a real soft one huh? just you know just in, in case hit dice gamble up you know what i'm saying it, dm it. It. You know, I'm,
0: just saying, I'm just saying so uh but it's you know it's just been my my whole life you know so anybody who's ever dealt with me has had to deal with me from a hip hop perspective. And uh, if you can't talk to me in hip hop terms, we probably ain't friends. I mean, it's it's not personal. It's just I spent the majority of my life invested in hip hop. And then even when I came to know Christ uh, officially, officially in uh, 2004, you know, and I was really released to do it from a Christian perspective. I just kept on with it. So I'm just grateful to God for it.
1: Listen, my 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 moment like fell in love with hip hop. Let's be very clear. <laughs> the Adventures of Slick Rick Slick Rick. Wow. Um, that was the first album that I ever purchased. Like that was the one I went into the record den. we had record dens here locally in Cleveland. Everybody listen, no remembers the old record dens. And I never forget it. Um, I was only eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I had, I had went with my dad. My dad was like, you want to make some money today? I mm-hmm, said, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I got, a, I got a couple of jobs we can go do. If you mm-hmm. want to go uh help me with these, you know, with this work, you can mm-hmm. get paid. So that's that was my first introduction to him showing me. You know, you go work, you get paid for a service. So I never forget it. I went and I worked all day with my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, sweating crazy. He gave me sixty bucks and for a an year old, that's a lot, you know. 50, so yeah. I never forget. He said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I earned sixty bucks, uh, about seven hours worth of work. So you know, you do the math—about nine dollars an hour back then. <laughs> this is this is in the uh, the early wow. uh, nineties. No, no, eighties. Wow. This is the eighties. Wow. Forgive me. This ain't even the nineties. This is the eighties so yeah i'll never forget he was like all right he he, you know he he got paid for the uh the 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 job we did he gave me my cut of course he put the bigger cut in his pocket i've seen it too i say yeah daddy you get you gave me them few little three little uh 20s but you're you're not it's kind of big uh shout Mm -hmm. out to you pops i know you're looking down from heaven but uh I'm uh,
0: i'm like that's a lot of money go ahead
1: no, no, I work for that dice. I don't care what you' are talking about. I, 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 listen, I, I feel like he owe me a few more dollars. Bless oh, you. I love you, pop. I know you're looking Lord. down. Bless you. <laughs> no, no, no I saw no, just But no, um, in all seriously, um, he was like, "What you want to do?" He was like, "You want to go get some eat? You know, mm-hmm. you want to go buy you some shoes? You know, because I was still always a sneaker head." He's like, "You want to go buy you some clothes?" I say, "No, pop, I want to go get some music." He mm-hmm. said, he looked at me. He said, "You really want to go get some music?" I mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, pop, I want to go get me. I want to go get me some music." I never forget. I went to that record then mm-hmm. and I bought. That Slick Rick album, The Adventures of Slick Rick, um, with children's story on it, Mona Lisa, Hey Young World. It, it's timeless clash is on that though. Um, and that was that's when I knew I loved hip hop. Like let's be very clear. I knew I I loved hip hop. I played that album to it scratched and flipped it and scratched some mo. So that's when you know you didn't play that thing in your room to where, but it, it just it just showed me a new form of music. So you figure my father, you know, he brought me up on Motown. Mm-hmm. He brought me up on a lot of blues and jazz. He liked a lot of classical artists. Mm-hmm. So like he wasn't really hip to hip hop. Like I had to kind of like introduce him. Of course, everybody knows Rapper's Delight. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody played that song. But like mm-hmm. for him really being introduced to hip hop, I would argue I had some saying that my brother too. My brother, uh, I, I, shouts out to my brother, a few years older than me. He, you know, of course he had an album collection and he he did this thing too as well. But Yes, that was my that's when I that was my hip hop moment. That mm-hmm. slick rick, the adventures of Slick Rick. And from there, it was over, Dice. I promise you, every week when I got allowance, I started my album collection. I started buying, you know what I'm saying, BDP, Run mm-hmm. DMC, MC Light, Salt and Pepper, Keep Going, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah, Moni Love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, um uh what was my 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 African brothers, brother, brother Jay, brother Jay would just say what was uh what was the name of that group? You remember them? Um. Oh my goodness! I forget the name of that group, but they were very, very conscious, and they were, they were like, uh, they they wore the African gear and whatnot. Yeah. Um, they they were they were powerful too as well because they taught me a lot about black unity, black X-Clan. power. Yes, x Clan. Lord help me, I couldn't I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember I remember they rhymes uh, all mm-hmm. day. So yeah, that, that those were moments that I remember that hip hop forever changed me because mm. then i am be honest you, and it still has one now so i'm mm. gonna say then but 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 when it, when i first was introduced to it all the artists i was introduced to in the beginning of my hip hop phase and learning hip hop were all conscious mm. all had a message all were telling stories that were inspiring people to do better all mm. were telling stories about how we needed to be um, we need to come together and unify as a culture, Black culture. How mm-hmm. we need to hold ourselves accountable and do things uh, uh, better, and stop uh, uh, making excuses for uh, different situations. And of course, told stories of you know poverty and growing up in the inner city and what that mm-hmm. looks like, and of course, some things that we might not agree that the government was doing and everything. But I say that to all to say it was it was it was teaching us. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. At least me, it was teaching me um, just different facets of. How to really navigate in the world, how mm. to really become a black man, how to really hold myself accountable, mm. um, understanding um, what sex. I remember uh, Slick Rick had a song uh, that, that talked about, you know, what I'm saying you, you have to be careful if you go out here and have sex and you have babies or you get STDs and stuff like that. So like mm. a lot of the conversations before I had him in school, I heard it in hip hop first. Mm. <laughs> you know, so yes, yes, that, that was and, and I love it and I love where we are now. Yeah. If you transition now to 2023, let's be very clear. We've had hip hop over the years that has encouraged us, empowered us. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've had some hip hop that unfortunately, you know, the story still had to be told or, you know, some some stuff has been gimmicks. Mm-hmm. We can talk about the gimmick, the gimmick hip hop that has been uh, put in front of us just to sell records and mm-hmm. to make money, um, commercialized. Um, but I, overall, I think we're in a decent place, seriously, especially with us. And, and I hate to say that, but with you have mainstream artists, mainstream athletes, you have uh, actors in everybody, all in movie sync placements who are acknowledging what we're doing in this lane, this small little sub genre of Christian hip hop. Like, mm. it's, it's mind-blowing, you know? You've seen Lecrae talk about it. You've seen NF talk about it. Andy Menio, who have been in spaces to where they've sat down with, you know, the Kendrick Lamars and, you know, I, can, I ain't gonna name-drop, but of course, all the different names who appreciate and, and listen and hear what we're doing over here on Christian Hip-Hop. Let's be very clear. Listen to where we are right now. Let's be very clear. You know what I'm saying? We're everywhere now, you mm. know? And, and that's very, very important when you talk about 50 years of hip-hop and let's let's be very clear dice if i'm not mistaken it's still the number one genre of music out there isn't it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it is we are the money makers period um like you said 50 year anniversary this year congratulations hip-hop um cool hurt is accredited to starting this whole genre um obviously it comes from rhythm and blues gospel and poetry and dubstep and house music and um so it's kind of morphed into like you said everything you can't go anywhere without hearing hip-hop you can't hear any tv show you can't go to any mall you can't get in your car or vehicle it it just it It came out the blue, but it's the voice of the people. And I think that's why it continues to go on. So I'm excited from a Christian standpoint for CHH because obviously God's word is God's word and it lives. And it's it is what it is. When we talk about the Bible being the number one book across the world, even people who aren't Christians have a Bible in their home. And I think that's fantastic because me as a Christian, I do not have any uh, demonic books in my home just because, you know, I'm saying like so it lets you know the power uh, that the bible has when you have people from all different faiths and some people who don't have any type of faith but they will keep that one book They're, even in even in the partnership with the hotels the hotels have the bible and you know some people have the book of mormon in there too now but they have the bible there because it works you know it helps people people are often think about committing suicide or doing the wrong things when people check in but let me get off of chh the fact that Ooh, hip-hop music has been around so long and it's done so well and it's it used to be country that was number one forever and it just overtook yes it overtook country um it, it's just a beautiful thing i love the teaching element of it but let's talk about the mental aspect of it because this is something that even for me um concerning chh you know i'm Working on CHH University. That's my end goal is to have a brick and mortar actual building. And we, we all, I mean, even people that have autism learn better through music. People who actually have music where that helps pe- people that have autism or learning disabilities because the it's the waves. It just does something in your mind to help, you know, create these paths to help you to remember. So it's like the one thing about our word is what to remember. And so for me, that's why I'm like, okay, this is the number one genre to actually. Um put a Christian twist on because it will allow people to remember God's word easier. And you and I both know, especially for our uh, winning 10 prescription breakdowns, how these things help people, just the mental aspect of getting your mind wrapped around a nice little mantra in the, at the start of the day and having it in your spirit all day. It helps you to remember what God said. And so I just think we're going to come in and take over and really shake up the game. And I just want to go ahead and put that little prophecy out there right now. I think that the way that hip hop music has been going, there's about to be a huge shift and I've been feeling that way for a couple of years now. And if you go anywhere on the internet, you can see that, uh, I think hip hop goes through these different phases. You brought up back in the day with the X-Clan and how, yeah, we used to hear songs about um, self-destruction or sexual diseases, promiscuity and things like that. And then there was a shift where it was about being free and having fun. And then there was a shift uh, of being just, promiscuous beyond a uh, reason you know what i'm saying but we had a gang a shift in there before you know like doing the tupac biggie era you know nwa time like we had the gang uh era and i think that we are moving into our okay we've totally trashed hip-hop uh who's got some clean stuff and now i think it's time for us and so I, that's my main reason for loving hip-hop right now is that it has allowed humans to grow and express without trashing the whole genre. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just have a shift. Let's just shift. Let's just shift. And, um, so I don't know. I just like it. It's a tool that you can use to teach. And that's to me is like why it's successful right now and why I really love it and why it makes so much money and why people appreciate it is because man, it just brings a lot to the table. No diss to other genres, but. Obviously, hip hop is number one, and it keeps on proving itself to be number one. Oh, the memory aspect—that's what I was trying to bring up—was repetitiveness. That's why it's called a hook, because the hook is catchy. It keeps yes. you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's some elements in hip hop that don't exist in other songs, and uh that's these are the things that make hip hop great. You know, is is voice it, of the people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Not only the voice of the people, um we got we got to talk a little bit uh, about. Let's let's be very clear the battle era in hip-hop like i i i I know a lot of people you know don't understand it but the battle era was necessary so when we talk about battle rap and you talk about when hip-hop was you talked about cool Herc, and you talk about everybody uh you know new york brooklyn area that's where hip-hop was like really the Mm -hmm. essence of hip-hop like people would go to parks at these different clubs and stuff and, and and you would battle each other but it wasn't where you were trying to hurt each other you mm-hmm. just was battling with your lyrics to mm-hmm. see who had the best bars who had the best lyrics and i missed that element i mean we mm-hmm. still have our our battle uh shouts out to loso and saga and mm-hmm. everybody doing uh the, the, the battle rap rapping and representing mm-hmm. for faith-based artists and christian hip-hop artists just rem- I, I i just i, I remember Growing up and being in the lunchroom and somebody just start beating on the Mm -hmm. table and somebody come spit. or or outside at at recess and somebody start beatboxing and somebody Mm -hmm. would come spit like it just it just was a feel like it's hard for me to describe dice. I know, you know, it just was a feel and it was like it felt good. It was all good. After the, the two MCs battled each other, there was no fighting afterwards. There was no <laughs> threatening each other to any of that. You see what I'm saying? Like it was nothing negative. It was all fun competition. How about breakdancing dice? We huh. talk about uh, the bars uh, uh, lyricists going against each other. Yeah. You remember when you had your little dancing crew dice and you showed up at the little spot and <laughs> doo, doo, <laughs> the battle not do not act like you wasn't pop locking dice. Don't 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 act funny. Don't 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 yeah. act like you ain't bust a move. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: well, breakdance, I was definitely more into breakdancing, but no, to your point, like, it's, it's been very competitive. I think that's one of the things that makes it exciting. You know, this is, this is, it's just like the NBA. It's just the musical NBA. That's what hip hop is to me. Like, who, you know, who, who, who's your team? What team are you on? You know, who's hot, but I like the, the challenge in hip hop. To be better and I this is the I'll be real with you I don't even know if any other genre does this we will judge hip-hop but we'll enjoy hip-hop but we know who's really nice <laughs> like like we just yeah we yeah do. we, we don't let up off of that it's just like all right that's fine this song is hot it's new it's on the radio 59 times a day we get that but you know what I'm saying like you ain't you ain't you not you're not about to beat the top five you know like you're not about to be you know bjz nas like we can just go down you know whoever your favorite you know top rappers are it's just we put respect on people's names and i really like that part of of hip-hop i love it
1: no i i, I like that part of it too as well putting respect on each other's name also yeah. being able to um mm-hmm. you I, I i love that we've gotten better when, when you talk about unifying i saw yeah. an interview snoop did snoop dog did um yeah. I forget where he was on. He was on some platform and he was talking about, unfortunately, the you know, the the beat, the death row versus bad boy beat and how he didn't want to be a part of it. Even back then, for anybody who doesn't know, of course, you can Google it. That information is there. But in the 90s, unfortunately, um, there was a beat between death row records and bad boy records, which unfortunately uh, ended up with uh, two super talented goats in Chris and not Christian hip hop, but hip hop, period. Um dying way way too early Uh, if I'm number 2nd Pac was 25 and Biggie was only 24 years old and we still have timeless music from both of them that we're still playing in 2023 that they made in the mid 90s let's be very clear Um, but yeah he talked about how he was alienated because he didn't understand why they were beefing he was like Biggie and Bad Boy and everybody over there in New York are doing good music. We on the West Coast, Pac, Trey, you know, the whole death row click. We doing good music. We should be doing good music together. We shouldn't be fighting each other. He, he, his, his big thing was, listen, I come from gangs. I come from being, you know, in gangs and and trying to really get peace understanding that once I I, I grew a little bit more mature, I understood that it didn't mean anything for us to kill each other. It means more if we come together. And we unify. So, yeah, he 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 had he said it was multiple threats on his life when he made the comment. I think he went on either Hot 97 and did an interview. It might have been when Angie Martinez or somebody on Hot 97 saying he wanted to make music with uh, Puffy and Biggie um, and Bad Boy Records when the beef was going on. And he was like, yes, I do want to make good music with them. Yes, they might be good MCs, but to me, that's a challenge. And I don't want to kill them. I want to make sure... I get my craft to a certain level to where, yeah, they make a, a, a dope album. Here comes Snoop Dogg's dope album where they looking like, OK, hey, yeah. Snoop album fire. Who is it? producers? You know, yeah. who, who who he working with it so I can come back with a fire album. He wanted more of the competition mm-hmm. than the the after really drama, drama, shoot you up, bang, bang type deal. So I thought that was something uh, very, very powerful that he said because uh, he he's, he's telling the truth. You can look up the interview from the 90s mm-hmm. uh, hearing him say that. And he's still sticking to it to this day. And it t- let's be very clear, he was on Death Row Records. And let's be very clear, uh, I, you know, there's a lot of allegations out there, but, you know, a lot of people suggested things yeah, if you was with Death Row Records, it was, you know, it was it was a little different. <laughs> okay, let's be very clear. Th- that's a better word. <laughs> Shouts out to you, Suge, and anybody from Death Row Records. And I know he owns, Snoop Dogg actually owns Death Row Records now, too, as well. Listen, uh, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, uh, we had a, we having a great conversation on, uh, listen, 50 years of hip-hop, what hip-hop means to us. Uh, we gotta go to a break. We're coming back with Closing Thoughts. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix.
0: And The Fix is in.
1: Welcome back, welcome back You tune back into The Fix Your source for faith infused Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Holy Culture Radio And listen, that's our time for the day uh, Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens Uh, I I, I promise you I had a great uh, time today Um, I I pray you guys enjoyed That conversation Dice and I had on um, Listen, 50 years in hip-hop Let's be very clear Uh, I think Christian hip-hop Is very remarkable in uh when you talk about the evolution of Christian hip hop where we've come are uh and where our place is in this 50 years of hip hop um i think we're in a very good place let's be very clear Christian hip hop uh the content is very rich um it's god glorifying it's christ honoring it's scripture saturated uh you know you have your uh you know theology driven uh christian hip hop gospel rap but then you also have your turn up you know what i'm saying fun christian hip hop where it just tells stories and testimonies and you have your, you know, banging 808s and, you know, your trap music. And listen, uh, KB, you know, KB is one of the best examples when you talk about being able to infuse trap music as well as worship music in in, in tracks. Um, Then you have social club misfits uh, who have done, you know, high energy tracks that are fun tracks, but also they're relatable to the culture uh, uh, for believers um, who may be going through stuff, but, you know, need the release. You know, we know what Reach Records has done. We know what God Over Money uh, Records and their squad has done. RMG, and I continue to go down a list of just uh, people in Christian hip hop, the ladies in Christian hip hop, you know, uh, who have done things and continue to make good quality music. I just think we are in a very good place. And I love the fact that, like I said, even mainstream uh, shouts out to the history we're making right now. You're hearing us right here on Sirius XM channel 154 on Holy culture radio. We're part of the 50 years of hip hop. Cause let's be very clear. This is the first 24 seven dedicated uh, Christian hip hop station right now. So uh, the, the fact that we are in these conversations when uh, playoff games come around um, shouts out to swoop, uh he did the uh did the promo with uh JBL and uh his song uh you know Hall of Fame was used with uh Giannis, uh the Greek Freak. Uh so yeah, listen, we we we're in spaces now to where it's undeniable. Sync placing this in movies. And uh we're making good quality music, sonically good quality music, and everybody sees it, knows it. Um i 'm not always proud about everything that goes out when you talk about hip hop in general, but I do think we are in a good place. I do think we have a balance um when you talk about us and everybody that's doing Christian hip hop and urban gospel music um, you know then you talk about you know even you know there are some positive uh artists too as well that are secular on the mainstream side too as well um, so yeah I-, I i love I love the place that hip hop is still continuing um, to be an engine, um, to inspire, to encourage, to uplift. Um, I, I pray that more of the artists, uh, on the mainstream, under, understand the importance, uh, of their lyrics, of their content and, and what, it what it could do to our culture. Um, that's very important. I saw Quavo, um uh, in the praise, this movie, um, shout out to him. Love the interview with you Quavo. If you're listening, um, and um, he even spoke about how that inspired him after he did the movie, you know, Corinne Hawthorne's in the Jekyll car Carr and, you know, C- Chloe Bailey's in it, Hay- uh, Bailey's in it, Haley is in it too as well. Um, so, you know, he just talked about that inspired him on another level that he's even considered to do on a gospel project. Um, I-, I would love to see it. I would love to hear it um I hope he works with some you know Christian hip hop artists and uh does a gospel project and I pray that uh you know the 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 work is done you know when you talk about uh, him really seeking God on a higher level and and I pray that he would submit to some discipleship. If he really chooses to, you know, really learn God for himself a little bit more, that would be my prayer. So yeah, listen, the the fact that once again, a mainstream artist is even talking about doing a gospel project uh, that right there just tells you the impact that Christian hip hop artists, uh, gospel artists are having on uh, the mainstream artists. Uh, We know a lot of them, uh, they're sitting at roots anyway. A lot of them, their upbringing is in the church so I'm excited for what hip-hop is I'm excited for what Christian hip-hop is right now currently listen how good was that uh, spiritual detox uh, listen if you have not heard uh, Brianna Babano's new track I Will Wait you need to go run them numbers up ASAP uh, the Soulful Voice um, it, it's 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 a sound that we need to continue to have. We talk about, you know, the V Roses and uh, of course, Korean Hawthorne's and Jalen Carr, the Blancas and, you know, all the, you know, the uh, Iris Fords, uh, you know, just the, the urban gospel feel that we need on this side. Uh, so I'm excited for Brianna uh, making this new track and I'm excited for her new music she said yeah a lot of her uh, new music is going to sound this way with this R&B neo soul type feel so I'm excited for her Uh, definitely go support my sis follow her on all her social media platforms uh, to keep up with the release date of her uh, album I know she said uh, early September possibly it will be dropping so uh, keep up with her uh, on all our social media platforms listen follow us on all our social media platforms at the radio show that's d-a-f-i-x-x radio show uh to keep up with everything we got going on listen we are still in the conversations uh for a stellar award Two as well forgive me two stellar awards so uh go to our instagram uh, we have the flyers up where uh with all the information where you can go to stellar.com and vote for us we definitely appreciate you guys voting for us. We definitely appreciate you guys listening to us uh, every, every day, um, not only here, but on other platforms too, as well. So we thank you uh, that we even get the opportunity to be in the conversation for a couple of more Stellars, if God say so. Uh, maybe we'll win one or two again this year. So we're excited for that. Um, listen, that's our time. We're going to get out of here. When I tell you, uh, you need to tweet everybody and tell them, listen, the, the fix going to have an iconic legend. Uh, and music on tomorrow on Thursday, Thursday. Y'all might want to tap in. So yeah, when I say that, I, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this conversation we're going to have tomorrow with this exclusive guest. We're going to get on the line um, and to tomorrow, kings and queens go out and be great, show the love of Christ uh, and continue to get better as you pick up your cross each and every day. Remember, you represent Jesus first. Uh, before you represent anything else, because uh, that's what you said you want to do. <laughs> remember, this is, a, listen, <laughs> you're a free moral agent. You you decided to be a follower of Jesus Christ. So with that comes a big responsibility being an ambassador for Christ each and every day when you go represent, um, you know, not only yourself, but uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so until to tomorrow, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal to fix his end. We out.